0: Well, you may be seated. And so I told you, every voice is important. But his word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. His word says that I am his and he is mine. I do belong. Sing when God throws a rose, and it's uh, a difficult song to sing on Sunday morning. But maybe I won't hit all those high notes. Listen, God knows, God knows when to hold on and the perfect time to let go. So let God have. I did this song last Sunday night in Lake Charles, Louisiana, with a duet uh, with a little lady, and saved this song to the last song. And as we singing this song. see uh, all these beautiful people in the house of the Lord today and um, uh, you know I've learned a long time ago it may not feel good when you get up but you'll always feel better if you come on and go to the house of the Lord and, and Saul was being tormented and bothered by those evil spirits he called them the sweet psalm singer. David came in, brought his guitar, and started singing, having a little church, and the Bible says the evil spirits departed out of the room when David would start singing. Hey, the devil left out of here on how great is our God. He said, I ain't welcome here. Might as well go somewhere else. You got it ready? When God unfolds a rose, he always gets it right a lot ceiling of the room where I knelt to pray and the
1: voice inside kept asking speak
0: God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated. So let God have his way. Watch God unfold the rose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, uh, now, oh man, it feels good to be in the presence of the Lord. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures for everyone. To you today, and it won't take long. It's uh, left if it's you can't hardly miss that clock back there. Okay, it's just it's just it changes every second, and uh, so I won't hold you long. Even though this is a long sermon, I tell people all the time: if there's any consolation, my preaching won't be near as long as what it seems like it. So, uh, plus, Jeannie's here, and all I got to do is look at her, and she tells me to stop. And thank you, Lord. I'm tearing everything up. Praise the Lord. But, um, um, praise God. I might need some of that. I want to read is First Chronicles chapter 28 and verse number 4 I couldn't read the whole chapter but for the sake of time you read the rest of it when you get home and it might be a good idea to read the Bible through and through every year and um, it's not a more blessed thing that you'll do in your life than to read the word of God through and through every year year And um, so, um, First Chronicles chapter twenty-eight, verse number four: Howbeit the Lord God of Israel chose me. Talking about David. Howbeit the Lord God of Israel chose me. Talked about all his brothers. Talked about uh, everybody in this life. Anybody. All that God could have chose. He said, "Howbeit, the Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever, forever, forever. Do you know that David is still king? Forever. Which part of forever don't we know? For he had chosen Judah, that's where the tribe he was of. He chosen Judah to be the ruler and of the house of Judah, the house of my father, And among the sons of my father, he liked me to make me king over all Israel. Lord bless you. Now, this is the only time you will see this in all the Bible. This is the only time you will see this. There's no other person that this is written about but one man, and that was David. And what makes it so... Special and so unique it says that among the sons of my father, he liked me. He liked me to make me king over all Israel. Now, there's a difference between like and love. Okay? I have a commandment from the word of God that I've got to love everybody not a choice this is this is a commandment love one another look your neighbor say i love you mhm i didn't say i was in love with you i said i love you okay there's a stark contrast between love and like there's some people I love but I'm not necessarily going fishing with them because I don't like them. But I got to love them anyhow. Some of you uh uh-huh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, some folks I see them coming and I go the other way. I love them because I got to love them. But that don't mean I got to invite them to dinner. Why? Because they're not likable. They're about as exciting as watching paint dry. When they walk out the room, the room lights up. The only time you'll find that God actually said, "I like you," is in this verse. Another good reason why you need the Bible. Read the Bible through and through. See, it proved me right. You don't say that about nobody else. One time. You'll find over and over and over that God loved, God loved, for God so loved the world that He gave And then when he saw, when he saw, when he's talking about Lazarus, he whom thou lovest, he loved Mary, he loved Martha, he loved his good friend Lazarus, he whom thou lovest, the rich young ruler, good master, what must thou do to inherit eternal life? You know the commandments, this, that, and the other. I've observed these all since I was a young man. Jesus said, one thing thou lackest. Well, don't you just think, don't you just wish you only had one thing wrong with you? This fellow only had one thing wrong with him. Brother Bishop, if you had a church full of rich young rulers, brother, there's no telling how many things you could do and what you could do. One thing thou lackest. And you know what? The book of Mark says, but Jesus beholding him, loved him as he was walking away. Do you know that God loves you even when you're walking away from him? But only one time will you see that God actually likes it. I like you, I like David, he liked him. And so uh, you have got to do things to attract the likability of God in your life. You as a person, you as an individual, you can do things and you can. The good news is you can start right now. You can start right now. In that book, Spellbound, there's page after page after page of people, great people of God, great people of God, that God not only loved them, but he liked them. One, one such, uh, uh, one, one, one lady in that book, oh, Sister Rosella Causey, Sister Rosella Causey, and she wasn't a preacher, but she could, I, I knew her just as a boy, five years old, and she could preach better than a lot of preachers could preach. All you got to do is call and testify, brother, she had liked the place up. Oh, Sister Rosella Causey was the song director there in, in Elton, Louisiana, or excuse me, Oakdale, Louisiana. And old brother, uh, brother LaFleur was the, was the pastor and Sister Maud LaFleur was the piano player. And uh, so this is not second-hand information, it's first-hand information. Sister Rosella Causey was the song director uh, her daughter is Joanne Johnson, pastors in, in Denver Springs. She's at the point of death right now. Uh, anyway, uh, the old truck came by to pick up Sister Roselle and Sister Malden Fleur to take them to church. And Sister Martin Fleur's piano player, guess what? She wasn't ready to go. But the old truck said, we ain't waiting on you. You knew what time the truck was coming by. You should have been ready. She is sitting at the dresser, combing her hair. They took off, went to church without her. Sister Roselle calls and said, well, we ain't got no piano player here it ain't gonna stop us from having church. And she got up and started singing the song service. And while she was singing, the Holy Ghost got a hold of the mall to the floor, translated her from her living room where she was at the dresser combing her hair, and immediately she was at the piano playing the piano. hey, can I tell you about the awesome God we serve? Somebody said, uh-huh, I wish God would do that for me. Are you kidding me? Some of you got an SUV sitting in your driveway and another pickup truck on the other side of it. You got to move two vehicles to get them out, and you barely get here on time. God's not going to translate your hide nowhere. All you got to do is go get in your car and come on to church. But having said that, when you get here and your very life can say, God, I want you to like me. I want to do something. I want, you to, I want to create a likability in my life. I want, to be, I want to help somebody. I want to be somebody. I want to be something for God. I wonder if there's anybody here that wants to go above and beyond. So uh, uh, the reason why I was talking about infant platinum status and I gotta hurry up because I only got a few minutes to tell you about this. I have, listen, I'm in the top, I'm in the top five percent of world flyers. Okay, and uh, I have over four million miles on one airline, not counting the other ones, but the one. One, I have all the statuses, over 4 million miles. Most people don't travel over 10,000 miles in a lifetime. But because of my ministry, because of expediency, I got to fly. For the information, I didn't fly to New Albany. I drove. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Fly, 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 fly. Oh, Lord. And because I fly, I fly, I fly, and I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars flying. And the airline says, we're going to honor your loyalty to our airline. And they got three different uh, statuses. You got gold, you got silver, you got bronze. And then it graduates on up to global travelers. And then you're one K and two K and three K and four K and five K. See you can you gotta get you can graduate on up. It all depends on then I, can I just make a disclaimer. I have preachers call me, Brother Bishop say, You want us to get your airplane ticket? Uh, No, Uh uh-uh, you ain't getting my airplane ticket. Cheapskate, go to Expedia and look for some airplane ticket that goes over yonder, that goes to Africa and goes back to New Zealand to get to Memphis. All to save $10. No, sir, I buy my own airplane ticket. You can reimburse me. And some of them don't even do that. Uh-huh. And some of you want God to like you. You're so tight you squeak when you walk. I know people so tight, one man's so tight you gotta screw him in the ground to keep him down when he died. So no, I'll buy my own ticket. You know why? Because I'm loyal to one airline. And because I'm loyal to one airline, guess what? They treat me like royalty. They treat me like I'm somebody. I got to Houston here a while back and I got to the gate and the gate was shut. And I said, ma'am, I'm on this flight. She said, she didn't even look up, smacking that gum. Sorry, sir, you got to take the next flight. I said, hey, 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 look what time it is. This flight's scheduled to leave in 15 minutes. You got the door shut. Sorry, sir, we done closed the door. We done, I said, ma'am, let me tell you something. I'm scheduled, I bought a ticket on this flight, to go to such and such a city. If you do yourself a favor, you open that door and put me on that flight. Now I got her attention. She looked up, she said, sir, we've already closed the door, we already closed the books on it. I said, I can't help what you did. I said, you said a long time ago last year in a smoke-filled conference room, A bunch of squinch-eyed professors said on such and such a day and such and such a time, this flight was going to leave from Houston, Texas at a particular time, and you shut the door 15 minutes before it's supposed to leave. Somebody said, was you upset? Well, I was. Upset. Upset. Okay? She said, give me your ticket here. And I handed my ticket. She put my name in it. She said, Follow me. And she opened up that door. And she walked down that corridor. And they opened up the door of the plane and let my hide on. And I walked on the plane, everybody. Wonder who that is. I'll tell you who I am. I got infinite Platinum Elite status with United Airlines. And guess what? Because I have infinite Platinum Elite status with the airline, I got doors open for me that you can't open. Let me tell you something. If you become somebody in God, God will open up doors for you that other doors will be shut. Somebody shout yes. Yeah. So the secretary from Sacramento Rock Church called me and said, what time is your flight coming in, Brother Spell said, such such time, United Airlines. Oh, you're on the same flight as uh, Rick Trees. I said, well, if he's coming on United Airlines at that time, yeah, we're both on the same flight. I guess we're, we're uh, uh, getting on the same flight in Houston, Texas, in immediate flight. And so she said, well, I will just plan to have somebody pick both of y'all up at the same time. It's fine. So, when I got to Houston, Texas, I went to what's called the United Club, what was then called the President's Club. And I walked into the President's Club, and uh, uh, I, uh, I walked up to the counter. What can we help you with, Mr. Spell? I said, I'm on this flight here. Uh, yeah, we see you on this flight. You're first class. Did I mention that I'm first class? Did I mention the fact that I'm infinite platinum elite status? There it goes again. I'm not picking it up again. Even though you got infinite platinum elite status, you can't even keep water on the on the podium, hallelujah. She said, well, what can I help you with? I said, "Uh, ma'am, I have a friend that's on this flight, Reverend Rick Tree, pastor in Lake Charles, and said, uh, uh," she said, uh, Mr. Spell said, that information is not privy to the public. I said, listen, you know he's on here. I just saw you look at his name on the thing there, on the computer. I know he's on here. You and I both know that I know he's on there, and you know too. Now let's just get rid of that. She said, What can I help you with? I said, Let me ask you this. Do you have any seats available in the first class cabin? She said, I got one seat. I said, Well, can I ask you a favor? Could you could you take Mr. Rick Trees and move him up to the front of the cabin with me? I'll never forget what she said. Never forget what she said. She pulled her glasses down, she looked at me, she said, Mr. Spell. Mr. Treese has no clout with his airline. I said, really? She said, none. You have infinite platinum elite status. I said, exactly right. I said, and I got enough clout for both of us. No, no, I'm not making that up because they wrote the rules and they said, if I buy a ticket and I'm in first class which I don't ever buy a first-class ticket just for, somebody, for FYI, I buy the cheapest fare available. But because of my loyalty to one airline, when I buy the cheapest fare available, they say, Mr. Spell, we appreciate your business so much, we're gonna bring you up to the front of the cabin every time, oh Lord, have mercy. And that's why my wife loves to fly with me because whatever status I have, my spouse has the same, and whatever status I have, if somebody's along with me, they got the same status. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. And that lady looked at me and said, Mr. Spell, we'll bring Mr. Treese up to the front of the cabin. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. And I made the point to get on their plane last, and I got on the plane. There's Rick Treese sitting in the bulkhead, had his ostrich cowboy boots on. He had his suit on, had the USC today reading it just like he was dignitary, you know. And I hit the back of the page. He looked. What are you doing on here? Can I tell you something? He didn't have a clue. He didn't have a clue how he even got up there. His his seat was t- seat twenty two against the window in the back. And here he is sitting in the first class cabin bulkhead. He didn't have a clue how. I didn't have the heart to tell him, hey, cat, I'm the one got you up here. It didn't make no difference. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. I ain't got time to go to it because time's getting away from me. But can I tell you something? Even, even that, that king over there, that Pharaoh in Egypt, whenever Joseph came down and his brothers sold him in slavery and Joseph was in the house of Potiphar and the, and the Pharaoh said, You know what? I begin to notice ever since Joseph showed up, your Bible says that God blessed Pharaoh not because of Pharaoh but because of Joseph. And I tell this church something? I look at this bishop over here, bishop, bishop, and I look at Brother Mark Bishop, and I look at his wonderful wife and what God has done through them and their their love for the house of God, their love for the word of God, their love for the truth of God, and it spreads to all these people. It spreads, my God,
1: have mercy. Some of you are blessed here today, but you don't know why you're blessed.
0: Woo! So, three people, three men, three men that changed the course of history. Joseph changed the course of history. Because of Joseph, he saved the world. I'll tell you who else. Mordecai. Mordecai. Just a few things, just a few chapters in the Bible. It it talks about Mordecai. Mordecai. Mordecai changed the course of the world. It saved an entire nation. Mordecai, go home and read about him. And Daniel, Daniel, Mordecai, Joseph, Daniel, Daniel changed the course of history. We still preach about Daniel. Watch. Daniel prayed three times a day to God, Jehovah God, looking toward Jerusalem. There he was. Oh, Lord. No, it ain't that way. Oh, Lord. Oh, it ain't that way. Oh, Lord, where God meets man. Oh, there it is. That must be Jerusalem. I feel it right there. Hey, can I tell you something? You need to pray till you find out which way is heaven. You need to pray. The Bible says, Solomon said, "If when they go into another country, turn away captive.
1: If they will look to this place and pray. If they will look to this house and pray, then you will hear. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. Daniel had infinite platinum-leaf
0: status with God. Joseph had infinite platinum-leaf status with God. Mordecai had infinite platinum-leaf status with God. And you know why Daniel had status? It's because whenever he was thrown to that den of lions, the old, old king couldn't sleep all night long. Look who's look who's sleeping, look who's not sleeping. Oh, Lord. And early the next morning, here come the king to the lion's den. Somebody said, it was a lion's den. It was more than a lion's den. It was a den of lions. You can have a lion's den with no lions in it. But not only was a lion's den, it had it was lions in the den. It was a den of lions. Oh Daniel! Oh Daniel, hast thou God whom thou servest continually? The reason why this church is here today is because someone's been faithful over the years. Someone served God continually. It, through the good times, through the bad times, through financial reverses, through sickness, through health. They kept on holding on. They kept on, hey, Daniel, hast thou God whom thou servest continually? O king, live forever. The God that I serve
1: has stopped the mouths of the lions. If you want to stop the mouths of the lions, you got to serve God continually. You can't look around
0: for the cheapest fare available. I think I'll go this airline a while I think I'll fly this one a while I think I'll fly Spirit a while I think I'll fly this one. No, 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 no I done did the math They ain't but about $10 difference in all the fares You find somebody you can be loyal to I see people all over the country everywhere I go Oh, I thought you used to go over yonder I used to go over there And then I changed over here and I went over there And I went, oh, I say, you're going to here and there tabernacle I'm looking at faithful people here today who's been here through thick and thin. If you want God to bless you and bless your children, bless your family, bless your finances, bless your life, if you want to have an from the platinum status, you need to put some roots down and you need to say, God, I'm staying. God, I'm staying. You put me here. You put a man of God over me and I'm staying. God liked David. He said, I liked you more than all your brothers. But it didn't stop, it didn't start with David. He said, I chose your father's house. And I chose your tribe, Judah. David had a father. Uh-huh. His name was Jesse. Woo! Oh Lord. But Jesse had a father too. Uh-huh. It goes back four generations. It goes back to a little lady by the name of Ruth. Only two books in the Bible is named after women, Ruth and Esther. Where did Ruth come from? She was a Moabitess. She was a Moabite. And she went back to Bethlehem, Judah, with her mother-in-law, Naomi. And when she got back to Bethlehem, oh, Lord, there was an available bachelor by the name of Boaz. Woo! Boaz said, uh-huh, she's pretty, too. Lord, have mercy. He didn't have to go to no dating site to find Ruth. Didn't have to go to no single site to find Ruth. Where you found Ruth? In the field, gleaning the barley. If you don't work, you don't eat. Some of you young ladies wanting to find a good husband. Some of you young men wanting to find a good chase. Chase, chase, chase. You want to find a good husband. You go to work. Stay off the phone. Stay off the phone. Say off of, my God, have mercy. Get busy working. Get busy working. Get busy working. The treasure is in the
1: field. (laughs) Boaz chose Ruth because she was gleaning barley in the field.
0: And Boaz said, look, you see that girl? You leave her alone. I got plans for her. And said, matter of fact, as you're going along with that cart there, and you got them sheaves, barley sheaves, accidentally knocked a few handfuls on purpose. Hey, God will even throw you some handfuls on purpose off the cart that you didn't even cut. You know why? Because he likes you. Because he don't only
1: love you, he likes you. Oh my God, have mercy.
0: Woo! Hallelujah. Oh my God, have mercy. I gotta quit. Look at his neighbor, say he's gotta quit. Look at his say he's gotta quit. Lord God, oh Lord. And so look, look, look what happened. And so Boaz married Ruth and they had a baby boy. And that baby had another baby, and that brother, oh, my God, it went down four lines to David. It didn't start with David, but it had an upline. David had an upline. Oh, my God, some of you young people are blessed today, but it's not because of you. It's because of your mama. It's because of your daddy. It's because of your grandmama. It's because of your grandpa. It's because of your great-grandpa. Okay, let me close. Let me close first uh, second timothy second timothy if uh, if it was um, uh, trump talking he say, 2 Timothy 2 Timothy Yeah 1 and 2 Corinthians And guess what Trump was right We say first and second but last time I checked it's the King James Bible and the way it's written is 1 Timothy 2 Timothy. It's 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. Okay. We call it first and second. It don't matter if it's first or second or 1 and 2. Just read it. Look. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. When I call to remembrance, the unfeigned faith that is in thee. Talking to Timothy. Paul writing to Timothy. When I call to remembrance, the unfeigned faith that is in thee which dwelt first in thy grandmother, Lois. Timothy, it didn't start with you.
1: Your grandmama, Lois, had the same faith. And not only your
0: grandmama, but she passed it down to your mama, Eunice. And he said, I'm persuaded it's not only in your grandmama and your mama, but they passed that faith on down to you, Timothy. Lois had infinite patented status. Eunice had platinum elite status. And because of their status, it elevated Timothy. Oh my Lord, I gotta tell a story because I gotta quit in just, just a couple of minutes. But Jeannie called me here a while back and she said, Ha 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 ha. Guess what? I said, what? She said, I'm first class. Just flying to Phoenix, go see her mama. And I wasn't with her. And she said, ha ha ha, ha. I'm first class. Ain't you special? You know why she was first class? Because she's flown me enough, she's got her own status now. Do you know? Everybody hold two fingers up. There's some people they ain't got, they don't have a heart and a gallbladder. They got two gallbladders, they got no heart. There's people that actually call me. My wife and I are celebrating an anniversary. We're going to Hawaii. Could you give us some of your miles? Shut up! You think I didn't work for them miles? You think I didn't pay for them miles? You think it's just, oh yeah, yeah, here's, oh yeah, you will go have a good time. Drink some pina coladas while you're there. You big dummy. Those miles equate into thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. Won't you just ask me for a thousand dollars? Oh God, have mercy. Two gallbladders. Guess what? No, you can't have my miles. Go get your own miles. There's going to come a time in your life when you're going to have to have some status. There's going to come a time in your life when you're going to have a sick child. going to come a time in your life when you come up against a wall. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so... wife said, I got first class. You wasn't even with me. Uh Uh-huh. Look, Paul said, I'm persuaded that the faith that's in you didn't start with you. He said, grandmama and in your mama. But watch, I'm closing, I'm closing. Watch, I'm closing. Watch, I'm closing. Watch Watch this. And he said, wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is thee by the putting on my hand. Look at your neighbor and say, God wants to stir me up. Last verse I'm reading, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And that's why God gave you a father. Paul said, I'm putting my hands on you, Chase. I'm putting my hands on you. Your mama gave you faith. Your grandmama gave you faith. But I'm fixing to put something on you that your mama and your grandmama didn't give you. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So when I was a boy, oh, thank God for my mama. You ask about my mama and daddy. My mama passed away two years ago. Watch your mamas. Oh, my, my, my wife. Oh, it's pitiful how she makes on over her grandchildren, grandsons. I told her, this, quit calling them baby doll. There ain't no baby doll. They're a man now. I'll have you know I can call them baby doll if I want to. Ain't no baby doll. I ain't never seen a man a baby doll. Give the man or mouse, wake up. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I get out playing and I come in and my britches all cut open and blood flying from. from hey, anybody remember that methylate mature comb? Come on in here, baby. Let me put some methylate on that. Let me put some macuric. Oh, that burns. And let me put some of that peroxide on. Oh, that peroxide starts bubbling up. and never, oh, oh. Let me put the bandage on. You come on in here, baby. Let me fix you some milk and Oreo cookies. And don't you go back out there and play with them old rough boys. You mama's baby. Same boy, same cut. He comes running, oh, look what happened. And the daddy's in the recliner reading newspaper. Oh, look what, shut up, boy.
1: Get out there and go play again. That little cut gonna stop you. Can I tell you something? You gotta have a man of God in your life. You gotta have a male figure in your life. And when you get cut, when you get hurt, that he don't pepper and say, oh, I understand. No, no, get out and play hurt. You gotta play My God, have mercy. Paul said, I'm putting my hands on you. Your mama gave you faith. Your grandmama gave you faith. But I'm going to put something on you. It's called holy boldness. Come on, Victory Church. It's time for revival. It's time for some infinite, platinum belief status with God.
0: Stand up all over this building. Oh, God, have mercy. I ain't even started yet. Hallelujah, You ain't started yet. Take it home with you. Proverbs 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no man pursueth. What does that mean? Some of you were so guilty before you came to God that when you saw the police car coming in behind you, pulled off on the side of the road, got out and put your hands on the hood, I know they're coming after me and when they pass you by you act like you're getting something out of your pocket <laughs> why because the wicked fleeth but no man pursueth how many knows what the rest of that verse says oh there's another part to that verse here it is I'm leaving you with this but the righteous You've got status with God. You can be bold as a lion. You quit running every time the devil comes up at you. Number one stress factor in our world today among youth is, I'm not making this up, number one stress factor in our world today among young people is they put a picture on social media and people don't like it. Some of them even commit suicide. They didn't like my picture. Forget about somebody liking your picture. I have holy
1: boldness with God. You say I am loved when I can't feel a thing. You say I'm strong when I think I'm weak. You say I'm hell when I'm falling short. Why? I've got infinite platinum status with God. I know how to pray. I know how to pray. I know how to pray. I know how to get in touch with God.
0: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. If you, want that, if you want that status with God, somebody said, how can I get it? You can't get it by flying one time, I can tell you that. You can't get it by switching airlines every second, third time. Got to stay loyal to God. Stay loyal to the truth. I wonder if there's any young people here. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. You want your status? Start right here. Be back at church tonight. Be back during the week. Hey, be here for everything faithfulness. Hallelujah. I know it's time to go. It's time to go. It's 12 o'clock. Some of you are hungry right now. But God says, if you'll come and make a commitment to me, if you'll come and make a commitment. Anybody come and join me in this altar, say, God, I'll make that commitment today.